Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Yes, I'm Laura Simon. We want to get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers this morning with a first look at our forecast and how the weather's looking for us this weekend. Overall, February's been off to a pretty mild start to say the least. Yesterday a bit chillier in retrospect from the day before that, but not too yes. bad. Yeah, Thursday was beautiful. We hit 72 degrees yesterday. That fog settled in. Mm -hmm. It's been so, a roller coaster, but yeah. not like January so far. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Um, yeah, we had a little cold front come through yesterday, and that brought some of that fog and low-level cloud cover that hung around really over the course of the entire day. And the temperatures, well, they are feeling pretty chilly. It looks like I'm having a problem with my graphics system. Things are working, uh, but I don't see them coming up over here. So we'll have to get that sorted out. But temperatures are on the cooler side this morning in the 30s and 40s. We finally are seeing that low cloud cover and fog clear out of here. So we'll be left with a partly cloudy sky for much of today. Rain and clouds for the most part should stay back to our west. So highs today are going to be back to that milder side of things. We will see those highs climb to the mid and even upper half of the 50s. Now we are tracking some light rain chances for some of the area beginning overnight tonight, lasting through some of the day on Sunday, which could impact plans for some of the region. I'll let you know if the metro will see some of that rainfall coming up in just a few minutes. Okay, Jamie, we'll check back in with you then. Thanks so much. Our top story this morning, a woman is shot and killed in North St. Louis. It happened around 5 yesterday afternoon at North Vandeventer and Cope Brilliant Avenues near the border of the Jeff Vanderloo and Greater Ville neighborhoods. Police found a woman in her 30s shot in the head. It's unclear if any suspects are in custody. This woman's death is the 21st homicide of 2024 in the city of St. Louis. St. Louis Police Chief Robert Tracy says his his officers were heroic responding to an active shooter at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School in 2022. And Fox 2 is learning that police are preparing to release video from inside the school soon. The police chief shared the department's plan during a rare one-on-one -on -one interview with Fox Files investigator Mitch McCoy. Hello to you. St. Louis police will share the video, which has been requested numerous times under Missouri's open record law. There have been questions even by victims' families why there's still an active investigation and why portions of the police response has not been released yet. We got to get these families ready to be because it's going to cause trauma again. We got to be sensitive. In a sit down conversation with St. Louis Metropolitan Police Chief Robert Tracy, he says the department is preparing to release body cam and surveillance video from inside Central Visual Performing Arts High School. The training and everything kicked in, and although we did a tragedy, we lost some lives. Uh, but it could have been a heck of a lot worse. The chief says the department is blurring the faces of children, teachers and other victims to ensure their privacy is protected. You're dealing with a school, you're dealing with children, you're dealing with family with trauma. So when we're ready to get this out, which should come soon, right? Give, me, give us a few weeks. It's being signed off on all these things. More than a year ago, St. Louis police said the gun used by the shooter had been privately purchased and taken away by officers days before. My mom was 
my biggest supporter in everything I did. And Joe Kuchka's mom, Jean Kuchka, died when the health teacher used her body as a human shield after the gunman shot his way into her classroom. Sophomore Alexandria Bell also died. Joe told me last year St. Louis police detectives already shared portions of the body cam and surveillance video with him. I know there's a security guard that was very close when he entered the school. We saw it on the video. Before he had shot anyone? Yes, yep. He walked around and shot at a lot of people. He had a plan for a long time and and talked about it in his in his manifesto for a hundred days maybe. I don't remember. It was a long time. Was your mom's name in the manifesto? It was not. It was not. The shooting investigation is still ongoing. Correct. Does that surprise you? I know there's a lot that goes into it, but um, yeah, I, I guess it does in a way, yeah, surprise me. You'll see the tremendous work was done by a police officer, but you're also gonna see a very, very tragic incident and, and a loss of life. St. Louis police shot and killed the shooter. Officers have been given awards for their actions, but a force investigation has been underway ever since. The chief says preventing him from releasing the video. This waiting game has given it somewhat a negative connotation. I don't want that being lost on the, the great work and heroic work done by the St. Metropolitan Police Department offices and other agencies that respond. This is not the first major police involved incident that St. Louis police held back on releasing body cam video. In December, a police SUV crashed into a gay bar. The chief has not released that footage either because of ongoing investigations. I want to be consistent. And if I'm consistent, people could see that that I'm following the rules. The chief did not put an exact time frame on the release of the video, but said it could be within the next several weeks. For the Fox Files, I'm investigator Mitch McCoy. You can watch Mitch's full interview with Chief Tracy on our website, fox2now.com. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office announces an expired license plate enforcement and amnesty event. Some drivers may be eligible for a near 60% discount off the fines and costs of an expired license plate citation. The offer stands through the end of the month. Meantime, the Missouri State Highway Patrol, as well as the Arnold, Peavely, Festus, Herculaneum, Crystal City, DeSoto, Hillsboro, Eureka, and Burns Mill Police Departments will be stopping vehicles more with expired plates. Hyundai continues its anti-theft technology event in Chesterfield today. Owners can get free software upgrades in a tent that's set up in the mall parking lot. Drivers will also receive an anti-theft steering wheel lock. We always had times in my, in my family and my dad got his done this morning. Uh, my brother was a victim of his car getting stolen due to this issue. So um, we want to make sure we're protected with these cars and get them get the crime lower in our communities. Hundreds of upgrades were performed yesterday and many more are expected today from 8 until 6. No appointment is needed and there's no cost to drivers who lease or own Hyundais from 2011 on. Also happening today, a ribbon cutting and open house at Tillman Elementary School in Kirkwood. It's all to celebrate the completion of construction there at the school. Some of the upgrades include eight additional classrooms, a new library and gym. The projects are a result of the passage of Prop R, which voters approved in the spring of 2021. Today's event is from 9 to 11 this morning. 
A teacher in St. Charles hopes to land a spot on the U.S. Olympic team this weekend. Jared Broadbooks is the band director at Barnwell Middle School in the Francis House School District. Today he'll be competing with the top marathon runners in the country for the Olympic marathon trials in Orlando, Florida. And he hopes to earn a spot on the 2024 Olympic team headed to Paris. And by the way, that's my former middle school. So very, very cool. We are certainly wishing him the best of luck. So cool. Some brave people from across the bi-state are going to be taking a chili dip in Lake St. Louis today for the 21st annual Polar Plunge. And people aren't freezing for no reason. All the money benefits the athletes at the Special Olympics Missouri. Last year's event raised more than $98,000. The Polar Plunge is open to anyone 10 and up. Registration begins at 10 this morning if you haven't registered already. The plunge itself starts at noon at Lake St. Louis, and if you can't make this one, there's another one scheduled in Maryland Heights on Saturday, February 24th. And these polar plunges can be a bit of a toss up this time of year. Certainly, I'm sure there's been colder years on February 3rd, so not too bad. Yeah, oh, I know, still wouldn't want to get out there though. Right, we could see some rain though this weekend, Jamie. Yeah, a little bit of rain for some of us. Uh, tonight into tomorrow, across some of our far southern and southwestern most counties, but it does not look like it's going to have much, if any, of an impact on the metro. So I'll show you that with the future cast model in just about a minute or two. But here is a look at what we are expecting for the next seven days. Above normal temperatures continue. That normal is down in the low 40s. 42 for today comes up to 43 in a few days and uh, we're going to see a temperatures soaring well past that mark yesterday. What we did take a little bit of a hit with the low cloud cover and the fog or temperatures didn't really rebound uh, once that front came through, but things are looking better for today. Here is a look from our camera, our uh, rooftop camera in Maryland Heights 36 bit of a wind chill out there feeling like 30 that east southeast wind at eight miles per hour. Pressure this hour is holding steady. Eureka Brookdale Farm still showing some of those lights out there and the visibility looking fine. 37 at Washington, 34 at Alton, 39 at Cook Station, 34 for Sparta and out in Mount Vernon. A little bit colder out in Mosca Mills at 33. So we are seeing that fog, the low cloud cover clear out of here. We still do have some clouds to our south and west, so that will be a trend maybe a little bit into today as well as we have a stationary front back to our west, rain and more cloud cover across western Missouri versus what we're going to see here. So that should stay west of our area. We'll see partly cloudy skies with maybe an increase in some high clouds as we take it through the afternoon. Highs today in the mid-50s. Overnight tonight becoming mostly cloudy and you'll see that rain building in from the southwest toward the north and east. So our far southern and southwesternmost counties will start to see some light precipitation overnight tonight lasting through tomorrow, especially through the first half of the day tomorrow. It looks like those showers break apart a little bit and become more spotty as you get to about midday. And then by the evening, I think we're really drying things out. Still have lingering cloud cover the farther south and southwest you get the thicker that cloud cover will be 
the farther north and northeast. I still think we see mostly cloudy skies, but we won't be maybe quite as socked in. Rainfall amounts look to be a few tenths of an inch or so, so we're saying less than a quarter of an inch for those areas that see it. Once you get up into Jefferson County, maybe we're talking a tenth of an inch. I think the bulk of the rain is going to be limited to our south, south central and southeastern Missouri counties. So for today, 58 degrees looking pretty good. We might touch 60 degrees in some of our southern counties. It will be a cooler though across our northernmost county. So a bit of a range from the low 50s to about 60 today. St. Louis will fall in the middle. And then for tonight, 39 degrees, mostly cloudy with that light rain south. So south and southwest overnight tonight. Good news though, everything stays liquid. So no concerns with that, especially with these temperatures looking ahead. Tomorrow showers across our southern counties. The metro should stay dry. Now we have a big day here in St. Louis and Seward. We have that pet parade Monday and Tuesday. A bit of a warming trend as you head into Tuesday and even Wednesday. The upper 50s return Thursday looking mild, but we'll have wind and rain looking likely with another system that will come through Thursday into early Friday and then it looks to clear the area in time, at least for the start of your next weekend. More. Jamie, thank you. Fat Tuesday just over a week away and Mardi Gras activities are getting started this weekend because of course Mardi Gras is a big deal right here in St. Louis. The fun starts at 9 this morning with the Run for Your Beads 5K. Runners 21 and up will take pit stops along the route for beer and hurricanes. Then the annual Taste of Soulard begins at 11 where people can sample food and drink from some of the best places around Soulard. And tomorrow, be sure to join our very own Tim Azell as he leads this year's Purina Pet Parade as their Grand Marshal. Jamie just mentioning that event. This St. Louis Mardi Gras tradition is happening at 1 tomorrow afternoon in historic Soulard. You can register at PurinaPetParade.com on the day of or beginning at 10, 10 a.m. A suggested $10 donation will go to the Open Door Animal Sanctuary. Be sure to bring your pets and coming up here on Fox 2 News in the morning at 8 a.m. The president of the Soulard Mardi Gras Foundation is going to be joining us to talk more about what else you can expect from this year's Mardi Gras celebrations. Soulful sounds will fill the streets today for some of St. Louis's finest brass bands to kick off the Mardi Gras season as well. It's Cherokee Street's Brass Band Blowout. Doors open at 6 p.m. at the Golden Record and the, gold the Good Times rather get rolling at 7 p.m. Tickets are $20 at the door.